Welcome to the Strand Baptist Church podcast. New episodes will be made available every weekday for the full duration of the lockdown here in South Africa. For more information, please visit our website at www.strandbaptist.org.za. Thank you for joining us and welcome. The 15th century. The 15th century was the age of the European Renaissance. An extraordinary rebirth in social life, the arts and intellectual activity under the banner Advantes. The phrase which means back to the sources or to the fountains. As a part of a general quest to recover the lost riches of classical antiquity, scholars began to go behind the received Latin translation of the scriptures to study the original Hebrew and Greek. Two men of the 15th century exemplify this renewed enthusiasm for searching the scriptures. The first was Jan Hus. Born in 1373, Hus came from Bohemia, today's Czech Republic. As a young man, he became rector at the University of Prague. He began to study the writings of men who were going back to scripture, especially those of John Wycliffe. Hus soon realized that the teaching of the New Testament was at odds with the teaching of the church of his day. He asked himself how there could be such a dramatic difference between the faith proclaimed in the scriptures and the faith demonstrated in the church. When he began to preach about these concerns, he met considerable opposition. He was excommunicated and urged to repudiate his writings while on trial. His answer was that if his opponents could show him from the New Testament where he had gone wrong in his writings, he would repudiate them immediately. His challenge was received with indignation. And yet, it went unanswered. Hus was burned at the stake at a supposed enemy of the faith. The second man was Savonarola, a Dominican monk in Florence, Italy. Savonarola labored in his preaching until he had gained a reputation as a profound expositor of scripture. People daily crowded the cathedral in Florence to listen to what he had to say. Those listening were often convicted by the power of the gospel and transformation soon followed, demonstrating the power of God's word preached. Savonarola's success as a preacher, however, did not escape the eye of the ecclesiastical authorities. To silence him, the Pope offered him promotion to high office, but he declined. He soon found himself rejected at every turn. Local leaders stirred up resistance against him. He was arrested, imprisoned, and tortured by the Inquisition. Like Hus before him, Savonarola was burned to death for the biblical message that he refused to recant. Mention should also be made of Gerard Groote. In the Netherlands in the late 14th century, Groote organized a religious community called the Brethren of the Common Life, which stressed a return to Bible reading, meditation and the pursuit of holiness. Members opted for a simple, self-supporting lifestyle, living from a common fund, and often earned their livelihood through copying manuscripts. Thomas Akempis, the Sidereus Erasmus, and Martin Luther were influenced by this movement in various degrees. 
the Renaissance was a prelude to and preparation for the Reformation. Nothing was more important to the Reformation than the recovery of the biblical languages of Hebrew and Greek. The times were ripe for a re-examination of the teachings and practices of the church in the light of scripture. At long last, men had a solid ground on which to stand as believers and a powerful weapon to employ in combating the errors and abuses of the church. Faith was no longer understood as unquestioning assent to whatever the church taught, but as knowledge of what God has said in his word. Confidence in its truth and trustworthiness and submission to its supreme authority for faith and life. Because many were faithful to what they read in the New Testament, the biblical gospel began to re-emerge. Both Huss and Savonarola recognized that after their deaths, the church would experience the much-needed renewal that we call the Reformation. Huss famously predicted that if they burned this goose, that is himself, God would send a swan, which proved to be Luther. Through this Reformation, the gospel of the New Testament would be fully recovered and rather rediscovered, and it would be preached throughout the world. As we see in these examples in the 15th century, it is impossible to hold back the gospel once people rediscover the truth and power of God's word. God bless. Mm-hmm.